Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with subtle levels of the cosmos. The knowledge from these for us invisible forms of energy I capture in my books and it is now a great pleasure for me to share this knowledge, these conversations with you as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our abilities. Thank you. Dear King Salomon, Today we agreed to talk about the problem of having only very little energy left and losing the joy of life. Please go ahead and say something on the subject. A question that deserves my respect and deliberation. Life energy will be diminished by an improper way of life. For example, contaminated food, life-sapping, sick water, wrong thoughts and beliefs, and also sometimes sad experiences. I do not wish to judge this, just to name it. When a person has experienced these circumstances, or some of them, then he will deny his soul the power of the connection to the source via these circumstances. You have to imagine that, like the flowers, that do not have any, or rather have hardly any roots left. Therefore, no life-supporting food will reach their blossoms, and thus it is with the soul. If the soul loses its connection, it loses its original energy source. It will feel lost, alone and ill. But this is a mainly physical phenomenon. But this has longer-lasting and deeper repercussions for the soul than you believe. This shows how much the soul and body are connected in both directions. The body to the soul and the soul to the body. But if a person through unconscious living and hence unconscious actions impairs his body energy to such a degree that the soul's connection to the source is also rendered more and more feeble, it then happens that his life, that his life energy will also be diminished. And this, in turn, will manifest in the body as a depressing, dark and cruel sensation of undignified existence. The body feels weaker and weaker, and the spirit becomes more and more depressed. This is a completely log logical step in this process. This means that these souls then feel their connection to the body like a prison. This in turn precipitates the soul's wish to put an end to this state of being. But alas, as you yourself have experienced, this is not that easy in a cosmic context. People who experience this should know first of all how serious, in the sense of inevitable, the repercussions of willfully ended life really are.
but on the other hand, I also wish to say some positive things in this book and in this hearing. And not only by the voice of warning. You have been given life in order to learn. Even the experience of the loss of energy can be a positive learning experience. If you accept this, it will immediately enhance your energy potential. Once you have taken the step to make use of positive affirmations, your inner wisdom will begin to grow. The knowledge that the soul is far more alive than the body. The knowledge that deep valleys will render the ascent to the top of the mountain all the more humbling. The knowledge that life does not just bring you light but also shadow in which to grow. Such wonderful and intense insights will be the results of this experience. Wow. I can understand that, dear Solomon. But many people can't do this alone. They need friends to help them. Yes. When they do not have such friends, what can you tell those people? Is there maybe a kind of exercise that we can show them so that they can regain some energy by themselves, alone, an image, something, anything, please. If they wish to direct energy back into their soul, they should perform the cosmic cross, which you have already mentioned several times. This directs the energy directly into the soul like an electric plug connected to your wall socket. This can already change and mean a lot without making it necessary to do other things. It does it in you. Further, I would advise the people to meditate so that they may become aware that the loss of the joy of life will not result in the end of all things, but to a state of transition that would continue in the same uncertainty or even more uncertainty than its present in the condition in which the questioner finds himself. Nothing in the cosmos is without risk, but all is guided and controlled. Very wise people know this guidance and they trust it. They no longer know the fear of risk and uncertainty. This power of trust should be arrived at via awareness of the eternity of the soul. All that is will always stay in your memory. Nothing will be lost through the abrupt change of circumstances in which you find yourself at this moment. Therefore, I advise those people that are now so full of despair, take time for yourself, intensely, long, calmly and peacefully. Listen to your soul, for it speaks to you. And be it ever so little energy that you feel, this voice can always be heard. Always. When the people find their way to this state of awareness, they are back on the path of the gathering of energy. Thank you. I understand this. 
But many, I believe, don't even have the time to find this peace or they do not even want to find it. Maybe they do not even have the strength anymore. What are we going to do with these people? We will instruct them via the information that friend of the Indians has given about the subject of suicide. Okay, so I will remind you, listeners here, that this is one episode in this podcast, in the first season, it's named Suicide. Please read this carefully. And now, Salomon, can you give them a few beautiful positive words, anything at all, a few images on top of this, your, your words? Yes, with pleasure. When the sun sends its morning rays to earth, it does not immediately touch all of the plants and animals that live on it. Those that are in shadow might believe that they will eternally remain there. But this is not the case. Everything changes. Everything moves. Knowing this, even the last being in the darkest crevice will eventually see daylight. And then it will experience this day in love and joy. But in the evening, the light will diminish. And yet, none of the plants, nor any of these beings, will lose the joy of life. They all trust that tomorrow the sun will rise again. Thus, in life, the lowest point that you believe yourselves to have reached is but a gift of the wisdom that is always capable of growing inside you. And it is most of all a gift to the trust in the cosmos which shows you again and again through the laws of nature and energy that there is no end, only eternal change. Once you know this, only one force will blossom in you forevermore. Trust. Trust in the things that you cannot understand or grasp, but that are all around you, that carry you, that guide you, that direct you and that push you. This energy is always there. In the darkest moments of the sensation in that life is no longer worth living, this energy will still be there. Find it through trusting it. Open up to this decision and everything will start moving forward again into the lighter sensation of life energy, joy, love and beauty. All that is needing is your willingness, the readiness to trust. Yes. Thank you. I think that it is fairly clear now that the people can gather strength in such moments and that it will always go on. Thank you again. Love. Thank you, Sophia. Love. Love.